Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News, and I am your host. Every week we discuss issues, including gender. This week we're discussing the survivors of government-run Native American boarding schools. Interior Secretary Deb Holland, the first indigenous woman to lead the department, met with some of them to hear their firsthand accounts of atrocities at the institutions that first opened in the early 1800s. Holland is on a year-long tour collecting oral histories. She says the goal of the schools was to wipe out Native language, identity, and culture. Indigenous children as young as four years old were separated from their families, forbidden to speak their Native languages, given English names, and some were physically and sexually abused. The Interior Department says more than 500 Indigenous children died at the schools, and some estimate that thousands of students may have died. Kiowa Tribe Vice Chairman Rhonda Ahady was at that meeting and also has history firsthand from her family. That conversation after this short break. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer, a beach bum summer, or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Well, the only one that uh, I had heard about when I was growing up from my grandparents and my uh, great uncles was the Rainy Mountain, um, Rainy Mountain School um, in southwest Oklahoma. And they said that they were <clears throat> forced, they would, they came and got them. They were forced to go to school there and um, they were forced to wear these little uniforms. I saw pictures of them. They were uh, forced to wear these little uniforms. They cut their hair. Um, they made them speak English. They wouldn't let them speak Kiowa. And, um, you know, they'd swat them on the fingers or whatever. Um, so they, um, they went to school there at the Rainy Mountain School. And then um, another one that I was uh, familiar with was, I think they mentioned it um, during the Deb Halen um, meeting at Riverside was the um, St. Patrick's Indian Mission or the St. Patrick's uh, Mission School. Uh, my grandmother went there <clears throat> for a while. She didn't really say too much about it. She said... Um, that they learned like mostly home economics. She had passed away when she was uh, 96 years old back in 2012. So she would have been a hundred plus right now if she were still alive. So she went to St. Patrick's mission when she was probably, I think from like first to eighth grade or something like that. But she said she primarily learned, um, like home economics and how to sew and how to cook and uh, things like that, not so much academic learning. Uh, the boys, um, I think they learn like mostly farming and milking cows and, and things like that, but um, they had to wear, you know, they weren't allowed to wear their uh, Kiowa 
attire. They had to wear, um, you know, uniforms. They now with St. Patrick's, they were um, taught by sisters, and then um, they had a um, a priest there that, that they called Father. And my grandfather, my paternal grandfather, my dad's dad, had gone to school there. And he um, said that they were really mean to him. He said that father one time punched him in the stomach. And he doubled over and he fell on the floor and he was, you know, in a fetal position because the father had punched him in the stomach for, for some reason. And he said, those people were mean. He said, they're Christians. He said, they call themselves Christians. He said, and if they were Christians, he said, I don't want to have nothing to do with Christianity. He said, because those Christians are mean. He said, they, uh, the sisters were mean. Um, they would, you know, um, uh, I guess uh, physically, um, you know, whip him or and hit him on the fingers with the ruler. And, and the father punched him, you know, and doubled him over and. He said, if they're Christians, I want nothing to do with Christianity. And and bless my grandpa's heart. You know, I'm a Christian now, but bless my grandpa's heart. He he died an atheist. And it was so weird to go to his funeral and not even one scripture was read at his funeral because he was a um, a vocal atheist because of, of what they did to him at, at uh, St. Patrick's Mission. Wow. I understand that some people testified about even more brutal whippings and sex assaults mm-hmm. and basically yeah. said the whole point was to keep people from practicing and knowing anything about their Native American and tribal heritage. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, basically what happened. But this was back in, in those days, you know. I asked my dad, um, my dad's name is Randlett Edmonds, R-A-N-D-L-E-T-T, Edmonds, E-D-M-O-N-D-S, Jr. And my grandfather, uh, his his dad, who I just spoke about just now, uh, was Randlett Edmonds, Sr. Well, Randlett, Jr. <clears throat> went to school at Riverside Indian School in Anadarko, where we, where we met uh, this past weekend, um, where Deb was. Uh, and he went to school at Riverside from first grade when he was six years old, all the way to high school, he graduated from there. And um, he said he didn't have a problem uh, there. He he uh, went, he said that was his home. He stayed there during the summer. He was there straight um, 24-7, 365 days um, every year from the time he was um, from first grade all the way to, to when he graduated. And he said he didn't have a problem. He said the only... There was a Choctaw teacher that told him one time, um, you're not going to amount to anything. You know, he, she told him that. And he ended up, he ended up being valedictorian of his class. He was outstanding athlete. Um, he played football, basketball, baseball, all of that. He was an outstanding track. Uh, he was an outstanding athlete for Riverside Indian School. Uh, smart. Um, he ended up, um, he went to college for a bit. He didn't graduate uh, college, but he went on to um, live in, uh, he went to the relocation program through the relocation program to uh, back in the uh, 50s. Uh, the BIA sent them on a relocation program, different 
you know, people. So he he and my mom went out to uh, was sent out to uh, Los Angeles, and he got a job and and everything and and uh, he started some programs out in California for the Native Americans that didn't have uh, you know they they still wanted to be together they still wanted to to be able to hang out you know and so he helped start the American Indian Athletic Association, um, the the Native Americans uh, Center. Uh, that would help people get jobs, you know, relocation program. I mean, the, uh, help them with the job, what is it, job search and and help people get, get on their feet. And then he went down to San Diego and started a program. He wrote a grant and started a program down there. Um, he was on uh, it's an uh, animated movie with uh, John Legend and Oprah Winfrey called Crow the Legend. He narrated that and, and won an Emmy. And um, they they named, um, you know, he was so instrumental in being a community late leader in San Diego that um, they named uh, Randy Edmonds. I think it's like May, sometimes in May, May 15th or something like that, Randy Edmonds Day in the city of San Diego. Wow. So, you know, he's quite accomplished, but he, you know, this teacher told him, this teacher at Riverside Indian School told him, "You are ne- you will never amount to anything, you know." And <laughs> what do you do? You're supposed to have teachers that are supposed to encourage you, you know. They're not supposed to, you know, bring you down or anything. But you know, that's that's um, I don't know. Teachers like that shouldn't be teachers. Let me jump in here and just ask you a couple of questions because it sounds like not everyone's experience was terrible, which is good to know. But I wonder why more people don't know about this whole campaign to, to assimilate Native American children into white culture and, you know, make them hate, if, if, if that's not too strong a word, their heritage. Why not all people know about it? Um, well, you know, history was written um, in a slanted point of view. It wasn't written uh, to... You know, we're we're both. You know, you're black. I'm native. Uh, the white the white people aren't going to write history to to make themselves look bad. You know, there's a lot of history that's hidden that um, they won't let you know about. So, you know, it's probably part of it. I know that in Canada, some of they found unmarked graves at some of the schools for indigenous children, which is terrifying. I wonder how did how did people feel having Secretary Holland come to at least speak to people about about this and and hear the firsthand accounts of what happened? Um, I think they were kind of uh, I think they were kind of relieved that uh, that somebody you know was willing to to listen um, to to um, some of the stories that they had um, you know hidden even within themselves that they didn't want to talk about. They were finally able to, to, um, to open up about why they were the way they were. You know, like some of them were saying that they couldn't show affection, um, you know, couldn't say, I love you. Um, you know, they were, they were traumatized. I had heard, I don't know how true this is, but I had heard that there's a gene that um, is passed down through the generations, um, historical trauma gene that affects um, 
you know, the generations that follow these people that uh, had experienced this trauma of going to the uh, boarding schools or even, you know, some of the things that had happened to the Native Americans um, that that gene has been passed down. And that's why, you know, we we kind of suffer. I mean, we we've survived, but um, it's been hard on on a lot of us, you know, um, having to deal with our parents the way they are, our grandparents the way they are. You know, and and then uh, not knowing why why we feel the way that we do about certain things, you know. But uh, what what kind what kind of things? Well, like just like I said, um, people not being affectionate, um, you know, not being able to say I love you, you know, to their children. Um, like my grand, my like my dad said that um, his aunt. Um, had gone to the boarding school, and I don't know which one. I don't know if she went to Riverside Indian School or St. Patrick's or where, but he said his aunt treated him with the discipline that she had learned at the boarding school, and it was mean, and it was, you know, (laughs) really strict and and physical, and she treated... um, uh, him that same way that she was treated at the boarding school as far as dipl- discipline is concerned. He said he couldn't wait to get away from her because she was so mean. But that's how she learned to discipline, you know, uh, the way that they did. And so things like that, you know. I wonder, Rhonda, I know you said it, it was cathartic for some for some folk to be able to tell their stories of what happened. Do you have any opinion on what the nation should do about this? I mean, should there be reparations or or at least an apology to to the families who suffered through this sort of thing at these schools? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There should be some type of responsibility taken. I mean, there is just, you know, not only for that, but, you know, the the broken treaties, the the. extermination of the Native American, you know, when when um, they give us blankets with smallpox, trying to wipe out the tribe, you know, they were doing everything they could to try to wipe out the the Native American from the from this country, you know, and then um, then forcing them to they couldn't, you know, if they couldn't get rid of us, kill us all off, then they made us go to school to try to try to uh, get rid of our traditions and our culture. You know, and and uh, I think there should be something done, an apology or reparations or something, you know, at least to acknowledge um, some of the things that they did. You know, it might be um, too little too late, but at least to acknowledge it, you know. Um, now the the um, the boarding schools are a whole lot better. They get to do all kinds of stuff now. My husband worked for Riverside Indian School for 20-plus years, and— uh, he retired from there, but uh, they got to do all kinds of stuff. They they buy them uh, shoes for every sport. They get them uh, jackets in the winter. They take them to outings. They uh, like when they go to away basketball games. You know they'll stop and eat at Golden Corral, and you know um, they take them to you know, the state fair. You know, and and um, of course they go to school and they they learn and they you know graduate and 
and then they have their you know salutatorians and their valedictorians and their honor students and and uh, so it's a, a it's a whole different thing than it was before now it's celebrating a, your culture yeah it's a whole different thing they have powwows they have sweat lodge they have all kinds of stuff now and uh they're treated good they don't whip them <laughs> of course they can't lay a hand on them you know so the all of that's in the past they can't lay a hand on them so they discipline them other ways you know they have a transition dorm where they punish them and they take them and it's kind of like a little boot camp you know they make them um uh you know dress in little uniforms and they uh, like uh, fatigues and they march them and they have them do chores and you know they can't go to activities or anything like that you know but um it's a whole different it's a whole different story now i mean i hope they don't try to shut the schools down now because now some of these kids they don't really have anywhere to go you know um they go back home they may come from dysfunctional homes alcoholic homes or whatever and they look forward to going to riverside indian school and uh you know they look forward to uh to being able to graduate and maybe they, I, I know when I was working for, I was a social worker before I became a vice chair. And, uh, uh, I remember I, w- I was, a a, a caseworker for a family, um, who's nobody graduated from that family. And so, uh, one of the cases we had was uh, one of the boys, uh, he was, he wasn't doing well at all at Anadarko, uh, high school. So we sent him to Riverside. We got the court to uh, back us, and we sent him to Riverside Indian School. And he graduated. He was the first one from his family that ever graduated high school. And it's, it's a so, boarding school, right? Yeah, it's a boarding school. And he was so proud. My husband said that he came in. He said, look, at Mr. Ahedi, look what the higher education department from the Kiowa tribe gave me. They gave me a laptop. They gave me $100. He said for graduating from high school and he was, he was so proud. He was the first one of his family to graduate. So Riverside Indian School is so much different now, you know, than what it was years and years ago. That was Kiowa Tribe Vice Chairman Rhonda Ahady. Thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Alan Peng for his production assistance. Like what you hear? Come back for more. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating or review. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys, CBS News. everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.